following program is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Presents today's sports report. On today's program, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. And now, from the studios of UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram, here's the host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. All right, welcome to uh, today's sports report on UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Chris Hall, your host. Matthew Hall is uh, joining us as well. And we are so blessed and so fortunate to have with us Orson Charles. Uh, Now, if you are a UGA football fan like I am from way back when, I remember Vince Dooley and all of, uh, you know, back in the old days. And over the years, I've followed, of course, uh, UGA football. Orson Charles is one of those sterling names from UGA uh, football uh, history and legacy. Played for the Bulldogs from 2009 to 2012. Uh, Was a tight end. Uh, During the three years at UGA, uh, Orson had 94 receptions, 1,370 yards, nine touchdowns. He was first team All-SEC in 2011, two-time SEC Academic Honor Roll recipient uh, as well while he was at Georgia, went on to play in the NFL for uh, seven years, and uh, now he's not retired. Now, we're not going to lay that label on yours, and I know you're not retired. You're just as busy today as you've always been, but Orson Charles, it is good to have you on our program today. Did I get everything right now in your bio? And tell us a little bit about what you're doing these days. <laughs> no, no. So I, I first want to say thank y'all for what y'all do. I know a couple of episodes y'all bring back, you know, like some of my teammates and allow them right. to explain what they're doing. And I, I definitely believe that's important, not for the fan, but just for the previous or the current guys that's that, like playing at Georgia now to know that hey, at some point ball is going to be done. What are you going to do afterwards? So, and I do, I do know a lot of the boys listen to y'all podcast. So I appreciate everything that y'all doing. And I thank y'all for bringing me on mm-hmm. and you did a wonderful job with the bio. So currently <laughs> what I'm doing now, investor and I'm a general contractor. So I have a few houses that I'm building right now, fix and flip, getting into the new construction. I, I definitely inquired probably a few properties to build new construction for some of the clients and then just expanding out. Like I have a gym that I part owner in in Tampa. So when people say, hey, Orson, you're retired. No, I'm not retired. No. Like the same <laughs> passion that I put towards football, I'm doing that towards life. So now I'm not playing a game anymore. But now I'm really focused on the game of life. So I, I hate I hate that word retired. Cause when I think of retirement, I think hey, I'm just sitting on the couch and, and not doing anything. And and life is too precious and too short not to do anything. So you you, you hit it you hit the hammer right on the nail when you said don't don't say I'm retired. Uh, well, you know, and we love your shirt. Stay positive. We love your shirt, especially these days, the message uh, that you have. And uh, we're just so happy to have you with us today. Matthew, I know that you and Orson have crossed paths before and in uh, what you do. And I know you want to say hello to Orson today. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming on to Orson. I mean, you know, I, I see you, man. And I think back to the I think back to sitting on the couch. I'm going to name the guys. One of my friends around here named Robert Bramlett went uh I think back to the days when you and Aaron Murray were playing, and I can remember sitting on the couch rooting you on. <laughs> so you know, it's just uh, small roads. You know, uh, I mean, small world. I mean, to, uh, you know, back then, did I ever think I'd be sitting out on a podcast with you? No, 
but you know i appreciate you for coming on and uh always been a big fan man and love what you're doing you know and uh just great to have you today yeah yeah it, it's good to have and you're the man who actually made aaron murray's career possible uh, you know yeah go somewhere down the line you and aaron are going to you're going to cross paths and he's going to remind you of that one right well let's talk a little bit of course uh, you know here on our podcast we talk about uh, the present day uh, Georgia Bulldogs. And let's talk a little bit about that. Now, uh, Georgia, of course, winning on uh, Saturday night, a big uh, conference uh, win uh, for the University of Georgia over South Carolina. Uh, Georgia now going to 3-0 and on the season, number two team in the nation, according to the latest APP, AP poll, uh, winning, uh, Georgia winning over uh, South Carolina 40-13. Uh, Three and zero on the year. Bulldogs looking pretty good. Uh, give me your assessment right now of how you think this present Bulldog team is playing. What your you know your your what you're happy about. Uh, what your expectations are for the current uh, crop of Bulldogs are uh, playing pretty good. Yeah. So my expectation of how I view them, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the season. I'm very excited for the boys. And it just seems like we're back. Like it seems like everybody's having fun. Everybody's doing what they're supposed to. And it's showing. Now, if we can just continue that on, like just continue that, take it one game at a time. Look, this is the year that we get the ring. I, and I foresee <laughs> it. I believe it. This, I'm this with is you, brother. Year. But the thing is, the only person that can get in our way is us. So if we, like, hang our hat on as 3-0 and going to, you know, this, this game, we can't worry about what we did. We got to worry about what we're going to do. And we just take one game at a time and don't listen to the outside noise, the praise, or even the bad thing. Like, let's not listen to that. Let's just stay tunnel vision and just knock it, knock it out one game, one game. Everybody do their job and continue to have fun. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying watching my guys play. Yeah, and, and we're enjoying it as well. Uh, offensively, Georgia had 500 yards total offense. Uh, the run game had the best game of the season, 184 yards, averaging just under six yards per carry. JT Daniels, uh, returning from injury, had 23 of 31 for 303 yards and three touchdowns in the game against South Carolina. Defensively, Georgia had just another dominating uh, game on defense. The Bulldogs, however, did give up their first defensive touchdown, and uh, they're a little upset about that. Luke Doty uh, hit Josh Van for a 36-yard touchdown pass with about 10 minutes uh, remaining in the game. Uh, so, you know, Georgia had a, a very good, sharp game against South Carolina, a little ragged here and there. You can always nitpick kind of things. Kirby was not really happy with the secondary uh, play. He wants he wants that, to, you know, to uh, tighten up a little bit. But I did want to talk with you. You're a tight, you, you were a tight end at Georgia. And, and, you know, for the last couple of seasons, we have been bemoaning the fact that Georgia has not been in our estimation, and what do we know? We're just, you know, couch potatoes. But in our estimation, we we, 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 we were kind of bemoaning the fact that Georgia didn't utilize the tight ends the way we thought they needed to do so. It seems like this year that has changed. Uh, Todd Monken's offense is utilizing the tight end. And uh, you got Brock Bowers, freshman, doing a great job. Uh, Fritz Patrick is there as well. Darnell Washington, he's injured. He'll be back on the field very soon. So I kind of wanted to focus in a little bit on the tight end situation, you being a tight end at uh, UGA. What do you think about the tight ends, and are you happy to see them actually being utilized a little more in the offense for UGA? 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely happy that they're actually getting some play, but I knew Todd was going to bring that in Georgia because I was with him for a few months at Cleveland. And oh. his main thing is, hey, we're going to run the ball. We're going to utilize everybody. And I think in the past, and, and I don't know, I think in the past a lot of people, you know, mimic all the other teams that's using the big receivers. They want to throw it downfield, a little screen pass to the smaller receivers in the slot. When really that's coming away from what Georgia football is. Like I went to Georgia because of all the big names, Ben Watson, Leonard Pope, Montrez Miller. Like I came to Georgia because I was like, you know what? This is like, I feel like they're right there or even above Miami being known for the tight ends. And that was going to help me get to the next level. And I think now we're getting back to, you know, the old Georgia football. So I believe, I believe in Todd. I, I like once we found out or once we said that we were going to get him, I knew that the title was going to flourish and I'm excited and I'm happy to see what they're doing now. But now we just got to pick it up because everybody matters when we go later on in the season. We need everybody. It's going to have to be all hands on. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I'm, I, I just I have always felt like, man, you get you get that tight end going out there, 10, 15 yards, cutting to the sideline, cutting over the middle. And he's open and he's there. Hey, let's take it and let's go with it. How about JT Daniels? Now, JT Daniels, uh, of course, had a great game against South Carolina. And he's dealing with some injuries and uh, trying to get better. Uh, but uh, 23 of 31, 303 yards, three touchdowns. I was thinking about, you know, you, you played with Aaron Murray in the high school and in, in college. Uh, you know, JT has a little Aaron Murray vibe to me. Uh, do you pick that up? Uh, do you think yes. that's true? Yes, yes, he, de he definitely does. And it's one of the things that he really talked about. You can see his attitude towards the game like he doesn't want to let board down and you can see the little things that the like the boys are they gravitate to him so off rip he's a leader and you can see that and that's what Aaron was like I seen that from high school and I seen that at, at Georgia and I even seen that when he was playing in the lead a little he had he has that Aaron Murray itch but I don't want to compare him because he's him and Aaron's Aaron I, I believe I believe in him, and I, I I love I love what he did on the game, and I'm excited to see how he grows from that as he gets more healthier. Yeah, and you know one of the things we did. Uh, we we do every uh, week on our podcast is kind of look over the league, over the Southeast Conference, and look at games that may have implications for Georgia down the line. So, uh, in in thinking about down the line, what we're going to be facing, and you know, when when a, your team wins, it's we. When they lose, it's them, right? Well, what, but what 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 are we going to be facing down the line? And there were two very interesting games in the Southeast Conference this past week that I think Georgia really uh, Georgia fans have really kind of honed in on. Uh, the first one, uh, that one down in Gainesville, Florida, Alabama winning over Florida, thirty-one to twenty-nine. Uh, Alabama got out to a big lead. Here they go, you know, Bryce Young doing a great job. And then here comes Florida and they fight back and it was a nail biter and could have gone either way. But Alabama winning 31-29. I was sitting there when Alabama got out to the big lead and I'm thinking, okay, you know, Florida may not be the team that has been, you know, they've been touted to be, but then all of a sudden Florida decided to show up. They played a great game. So as you look at that game, you know you got Florida down the line in Jacksonville. And and so they're going to be a very tough opponent. This is, you know, it's going to be that dogfight again with uh, the Gators. 
Uh, so what is your impression of both of those teams, Alabama and Florida, especially as you're a Bulldog fan looking toward, you know, a future game with Florida we know, possibly a future game with Alabama. How, how do you look at that game as far as a Georgia Bulldog fan is concerned? So, Mr. Chris, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I think it goes back to what I said earlier. We have to take one game at a time. We can't serve people that we're going to play and look at Florida because how I played and I heard you teaching them, you got to respect every opponent. Right. So who we have next, we need to focus on them. Now, everybody knows I dislike Florida. I don't like Florida. <laughs> so I'm obviously going to say, hey, we're going to beat Florida when we play them and they want to beat Bama when we play them. But I'm not playing anymore. It's them. So they got to take one game at a time. And then once we get down to Florida, they know they know what we have to do. Yeah. Like they know what they have to do in order to get to where we know we can't get to. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, I, I always look at these games like, okay, Georgia's got to play these guys. And so how are we stacking up? Another game that I really kind of focused in on over the weekend was a game up in uh, Pennsylvania, Penn State, Auburn and Penn State. And uh, I'm telling you, I, you know, I know Penn State won the game 28 to 20, but I was very impressed with Auburn. Brian uh, Harson, the new head coach there, uh, boy, they got a running game that's going to be kind of tough to hang on to. Uh, and, and so I, I look at that game and I say, OK, now, how's Georgia going to stack up against Auburn? That game's going to be in Auburn. Uh, and, and so, you know, I, I, I kind of pay attention to other teams and try to see how they're going to do against Georgia. What was your, uh, did you see any of that game? What was your impression of Auburn and Penn State and, and that game? I mean, yes, obviously, I, I'm definitely rooting for the SEC team and I wanted Auburn to win, but look, when we play Auburn, we'll adjust. We know they have a good running game. We'll adjust. Everybody play their gap and then we'll let the, we'll let the chip fall how they fall. Yeah. Yeah, I got <laughs> so you. We're not can't say, oh, well, because Penn State won, we're going to win. No, like Auburn's going to have to switch up how they play against us and vice versa. And then we let the best team win. Yeah. Now, it, do you think? Which is going to be Georgia. We know this. I got you, brother. <laughs> all, right, uh, all right. Now, does does Georgia have the best defense in the country, you think? I mean, yes. just, yeah, I yeah. think so, too. It's only going to get better. It's only going to yeah. get better. And, and, of course, Kirby, you know, he's a coach. So, you know, when you win, he's going to look at the good, but boy, he's really going to focus in on, man, we were ragged here. We didn't do this here and that kind of thing. He's a coach. And yes, he yes. was not really happy with the secondary. Now, South Carolina's got some talent uh, on the offensive line uh, or on the offensive side of the ball. That Josh Van, he, he's a very good receiver. Doty had some good passes. Were you a little concerned about the secondary perhaps giving up, uh, you know, some of those uh, passes. I think they were well defended. They were just well executed plays. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and South Carolina looked good. Uh, what What is your feeling about our secondary and uh, any concern about that? No, so no concerns. Just, I mean, they're playing. They're playing ball. They're practicing just like we're practicing. So it's it's okay for them to get a yard here and there. But knowing that hey, we got to watch film and figure out why they got that, because it might have been just my eyes was at the wrong place. So we fix our eyes. So if you run that play again, it's not going to happen. Or whoever we play, the next team, I'm sure they're going to take, you know, a page out of their book that made them score. And we'll see it again. We'll, we'll prevent we'll prevent them from scoring. So it's just that simple. I'm not concerned. It's too early on to be concerned. I know that, you know, Jalil Dye is going to, you know, fix the secondary because he was a yeah. great player and he was a great, he was a great coach at West Virginia. And I personally know, him and his family because I play with his brother. I know he's gonna. I know he's all over them. I know they're gonna be watching film and they're gonna rehearse practice. Practice because if it's one thing if 
you call him out. If another thing, if your head coach calls it out, now yeah. the person's on. So I like I'm not I'm not concerned at all. I'm not yeah. concerned at all. All right, good deal. All right, we're going to take a break uh, and uh, hear from Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. When it comes time to finance or refinance your home, go to southeastmortgage.com slash UGA. When we uh, come back in our program, we'll talk a little bit about Vanderbilt and then Matthew and Orson Charles and myself will look at some of the SEC games and maybe make some prognostications of those games coming up. So we'll be back in just a moment. Today's sports report will be right back after this message from Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. This is head coach Kirby Smart. It's my job to coach the fundamentals of football and prepare my guys for the future. Well, my friends at Southeast Mortgage are preparing you for your future by becoming a homeowner. Every Bulldog deserves a home. If you're in the market to purchase or refinance, I trust Southeast Mortgage to provide the best experience and get it done. Visit southeastmortgage.com UGA to get pre-approved for your home loan today. Southeast Mortgage the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Southeast Mortgage of Georgia Incorporated, NMLS, number 103956, Georgia Residential Mortgage License, number 6578. The only thing better than winning between the hedges on Saturday is coming home to this on Sunday. On the football field, I'm a coach. At home, I'm a dad. The field is where legends are made, where boys become men, dreams become reality, and teammates become family. Family is the most important thing. It's everything we have. And home is where a family's memories are made. So when the time comes to finance your home, make the smart choice and get your home loan with Southeast Mortgage. Thank you for joining us and welcome back to today's sports report. All right, we're back here on uh, today's sports report on UGA Football uh, News. Chris Hall, Matthew Hall, and Orson Charles with us. One of the great UGA player, players of the past. I think he could still. You don't have any eligibility left or anything? I know that's right. We'd love to have you out. Okay, well, Georgia now, this kind of coming Saturday, Georgia will be traveling to Nashville. They'll take on Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt, uh, this will be the first true uh, road game of the season for the Bulldogs. Vanderbilt is uh, one and one. Uh, they uh, beat Colorado State in their first game and lost to Stanford in the Brain Bowl, I called it, uh, last week in uh, in Nashville. Uh, uh, Commodores losing 41-23 to at home uh, to Stanford. The game will be uh, on, uh, I'm sorry, God, the Commodores are now 1-2 and two on the season. Uh, they've lost two games. Uh, the uh, game for Georgia and Vanderbilt will, will, it will be noontime, one of the dreaded noon games. On the SEC uh, network, uh, and uh, that'll be coming up this coming Saturday. Kind of an interesting, uh, I don't know if it's a twist or a, a sideline kind of thing, but, you know, last year Vanderbilt was to come to Athens for the homecoming game for Georgia, and there was attendance restrictions, but people were coming to the game. And then uh, the Commodores canceled because supposedly they had a COVID outbreak. That upset the, the Georgia Bulldogs because they were not quite sure if that was actually the case or Vanderbilt was just suffering through a terrible season. Uh, so, it may, you know, it could be Georgia may have a little thing in their craw when they go up to Nashville. So, you know, as we look forward to Vanderbilt, I, Vanderbilt's one of my favorite teams just because they're so bad. You know, I pull for the underdog. <laughs> but but they have won a game, and I celebrated when they won the game. So as you look forward to this, as Georgia travels up to Nashville, I did just what is your impressions, uh, uh, Orson, on, on this particular game coming up? 
This is where we execute on the secondary. This is where we solidify our offensive game and increase our running game. And we just polish for the next. So I, I, I do foresee that, you know, all the boards are going to respect Vanderbilt. Like I said earlier, you got to respect every opponent. You got to respect every team. But this is the game where we start polishing some of the things that we kind of messed up on the, this previous game. Yeah. And yeah, and, that, yeah. And Georgia is a 31 point favorite uh, going into this game. And of course, they were about a 31 point favorite against South Carolina. I never really bought into that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, but that's that's a Vegas thing anyway. Uh, so, Matthew, what do you think as we look forward to Vanderbilt, uh, the uh, Bulldogs? I guess will be loading up. Wow, they'll fly, I guess. I, they won't do the bus thing. So, but what do you think about Georgia and Vanderbilt as we uh, come up on this game? Yeah, you know, last year with uh, Vanderbilt not being there, I mean, just like you said, I'm sure that Georgia's got a, I don't want to say that Georgia's got a little extra, a little extra in the tank to try to stick it to them a little harder this time. But um, I would, I don't, I think Kirby is, is moving towards the mindset of saving. And, and here's where saving is, uh, really stands out. And I think if anybody watches Nick Saban, they see this, is that Saban doesn't let any of his teams, all his teams, that it, you know, it doesn't matter what play it is and it doesn't matter what the score it is. They're not lazy and they don't back, you know, they don't sit down on any play. They don't put their hands underneath their butts on any play and it doesn't matter what the score is. And um, I think, you, you know, you're going to see Georgia go in with that kind of mentality. And I really, really believe that's what Kirby is instilling inside, uh, you know, that same attitude uh, inside the, the dogs. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I expect a route this weekend. Yeah. Well, I, I hope that's the case. Uh, you know, and, and Orson, you know this. I've never been on a college football team, but you know this. If you have a coach that I think the way a coach is ought to be, if you don't give your 100% on the field and he senses the fact that you're not doing that, you're going to be on the sideline standing next yeah. to him pretty quick. And that's yes. the way Kirby is. And and I appreciate that discipline, don't you? I, I definitely do. I definitely do. Because there's other people that come to the University of Georgia that want to play that will give their, their last ounce of energy and if feel that my teammate is not giving their best like what would that tell my other teammates if they're doing their best and i'm not so no i i, I completely agree with what kirby does okay well you know we're going to make some predictions on uh, some games right quick here i'll take georgia over vanderbilt i think uh, we all will uh, obviously <laughs> uh interesting game lsu and mississippi state that'll be a noon game as well on espn uh, you know, when LSU goes into Starkville, sometimes they have difficulties uh, with all that cowbell stuff and, uh, and all that Starkville stuff, you know. Uh, LSU beat Central Michigan 49-21 last week. Mississippi State got robbed. I mean, they got robbed against Memphis. Memphis scored a touchdown that should never have been allowed. Uh, and Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State uh, lost 31-29 in Memphis. So, any thoughts on this game, Orson? Uh, I know you you kind of keep up with what's happening in the SEC. Could be a challenging game for LSU. What do you think? I like LSU to beat them. Yeah. I like like yeah, I like LSU to beat them. It's kind of hard because maybe I'm thinking of the LSU like back in the day when they had won, but I, I like LSU to beat them. Yeah, I don't yeah. I, I don't I don't see LSU losing. It'll be a fun game to watch. I it think. will be. It, it'll be a fun game. What about it, Matthew? You're going to pick an upset. Yeah, I am. I'm actually going to go with Mississippi State in this game, and uh, the reason, the reason, the reason I say that is, first of all, it's a home game for Mississippi State, and then you know, of course, being robbed last week, I think that uh, they'll have a, they'll be on a vendetta. <laughs> 
to make sure that they uh, that they don't get robbed this week. And 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 so I, I'm I'm gonna pick a you know I'm gonna pull root for the underdog, especially since they're at home this time. Nothing to t- taking nothing away from LSU, great great football team. But uh, and I might be wrong, but I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna pick the upset this week with Mississippi State at home. Uh, another interesting game uh, is three thirty the three thirty game on CBS. Texas A and M number seven going to Fayetteville to play Arkansas. Uh, which is ranked number 16. Uh, Texas A&M won over New Mexico 34 to nothing last week. Uh, Arkansas beat Georgia Southern 45 to 10. Texas A&M having some issues with their quarterback, uh, but they seem to straighten that out in the last game against New Mexico. Now, that's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, Texas A&M coming into Fayetteville. Arkansas feeling very good about their football team. Um, that'll be a that'll be a fun game. That's kind of like the old Southwest Conference uh, come to the SEC, you know, with uh, Texas A&M and Arkansas. What do you think about this game, uh, Orson? That that'll be a fun game to watch. I think it will be. I'm picking Arkansas. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking Arkansas. I know Arkansas's offense, or I've I've known it, and I'm, I'm picking Arkansas. Yeah. Of course, it would be good for Arkansas to lose because they're in the SEC East, and that would give Georgia a little right. more advantage. Uh, so, what do you think, Matthew? Uh, Texas A&M or yeah. Arkansas? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll just you know I'm all I mean I'm going to go with Texas A&M here. I mean uh, cautiously on the cautious uh, air on the side of caution here because I've never seen Arkansas's fan base and program the way it is right now as it is under Sam Pittman. So I may uh, eat I may end up eating crow on this one, but. <laughs> Um, because I really believe Arkansas is probably the best I've seen them probably in my lifetime um, at, at this moment in time under under Pittman. Uh, so I'm gonna pick Texas A&M cautiously, and I may, like I said, I may eat crow on this with Arkansas plan. Well, you know, and and plus we uh, Matthew has an uncle that's a big Arkansas fan, so if he wants to make it to Thanksgiving dinner, he better pick Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, uh, another game, you know, the, in the past this has been a really a game of interest. It'll be a game of interest again, uh, but it won't have quite the shine that it's had in the past. Tennessee going to Gainesville to take on Florida. That'll be a seven o'clock game on ESPN. Tennessee won over Tennessee Tech, 56 to nothing last week. Florida losing to Alabama, 31-29. Boy, that has been a feature game in the SEC in the past years. But Tennessee's, you know, they're, they're kind of down. Uh, you know, you don't know what they got. Josh Heupel is trying to rebuild that program. This will be a really big test, I think, for Tennessee going into Gainesville. I, you know, you got to, for me, I got to go with the Gators. But I hope Tennessee gives them a game. What do you think, Orson? Yeah, I'm going with the upset. I'm going with the underdog. I want Tennessee. Right. Maybe, maybe bad blood I got against Florida, but I'm going. <laughs> I'm not right. You just can't get over it, can you, brother? I understand. <laughs> All right, Matthew, what do you think, Tennessee or Florida? Well, and you know, and I mean, uh, just watching Florida last, you know, last week against Bama. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, kind of scary to me a little bit i mean i mean it, it you know i didn't expect florida to hang in with bama like that i mean whether some people could call it a flick or not you know whatever but um i just really believe that uh florida is going to be a tough team to, to handle and so I, I see florida definitely win this game all right and uh just a couple of other ones uh kentucky at south carolina kentucky going to south carolina um, Kentucky winning last week over Chattanooga, 28-23. South Carolina, of course, losing to Georgia. That'll be an interesting game. Kentucky kind of up this year, being uh, highly touted. Got some votes 
uh, to be in the top 25. I don't know. That'll be a fun game to watch, too. Uh, Kentucky, South Carolina. Um, you know, I'm going to go with Kentucky, but I think this might be a, a, a very close game. What do you think, Orson? I like South Carolina. I like South Carolina. For them to win, for them to lick their wound for what we gave them and for them to bounce back, I like I like them to take their frustration out. So I like right. South Carolina. All right, Matthew, what do you think? Yeah, I think South Carolina's going to rebound here. Um, you know, and they've got – uh, you know, they got some guys on their team that are really promising players, young guys. I think that uh, they're definitely moving in the right direction. So I'm going to beat the home team. I'm going to beat South Carolina. Yeah, and of course, if, if uh, you know, if, if uh, South Carolina beats Kentucky, that helps Georgia again in the SEC East. That's the way I think. That's the way my brain works. So, uh, look, so we're definitely going to hold out, hold out for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely. Uh, just a couple of other games of national interest. Notre Dame uh, and Wisconsin. And that'll be in uh, Chicago at Soldier Field. Uh, Notre Dame coming in, uh, ranked number 12, I think. Uh, Wisconsin also ranked. Uh, you know, just outside of the southeast region, that'll be an interesting game. I, you know, is it possible for both of those teams to lose? I don't like either one of them. What, what do you think, Orson? <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to go with Wisconsin. What do you think? I'm going to go with Wisconsin as well. I like yeah. Wisconsin. I know when we played them, they had a good running game. And then a couple of my teams, I was at Cincinnati, well, it came from Wisconsin, and yeah, I like I like Wisconsin over the, over over Notre Dame. All right, Matthew, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go with Wisconsin here too. I mean, Notre Dame. Highly uh, hate to say this, I know it seems like uh, it seems like a broken uh, record each and every year, but I believe Notre Dame's overrated. Um, so, and I believe that Wisconsin's a hard grit football team this year. So, uh, I definitely see Wisconsin taking this. All right, one last, uh, just one last game we'll look at. Clemson traveling to North Carolina State. Um, Clemson having a hard time. Georgia Tech gave them everything that they could handle in the last game. Uh, Clemson winning 14-8. to eight. North Carolina State, highly touted team. They've had a, uh, a little rough patch here or there. That'll be an interesting game. Can, you know, can Clemson get their act together or will North Carolina State knock them off? Uh, that's very much in the realm of possibility. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm inclined to go with North Carolina State, but uh, who knows? Maybe Dabo will get that thing straightened down in Clemson. What do you think, Orson? I'm going with Clemson. It's kind of hard. I know <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> oh, I, I have to go with Clemson. I'll have to go with Clemson on this one. All right, Matthew, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that Dabo, you know, I mean, he's going through some. Of course, Clemson's going through some growing pains, and I mean, there's no Trevor Lawrence anymore. I mean, you don't have that stability there. Not not to take anything away from DJ, um, but you know, he didn't. He's just not the same person at at the moment in this point in time. At least not the same caliber. And, and I just really, I really believe that Dabo understands that. I believe that he will. Um, He'll rally the troops, and he will, you know, he will really bring some comfort and peace to his quarterback. So I think that uh, Clemson's going to win this. Yeah, Clemson's got a great defense now. They 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 got a they've had a stout defense. They have no problems, I think, on the defensive side of the uh, ball game, but uh, offensively they're struggling. Orson Charles has been with us, one of the great, I call them legacy Bulldogs. Uh, and uh, Orson, you're a great guest. You're a great guy. We love you so much. We thank you so much for how you played for the University of Georgia, played in the NFL, and what you're doing these days and how you're encouraging the people and how you're a great representative of uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. And we appreciate you taking time to come on our program uh, today. We hope to see you again soon. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. 
Call me up. Yeah, thank thank you so much. Will do, my man. If I need a house, I'll give you a call. I get Southeast Mortgage <laughs> to finance it and That's Orson right. Charles to build it. Now, how can you beat that? <laughs> <Definitely You know? laughs> All right, Matthew, any closing words as we go? I really appreciate you coming on, Orson. Uh, good to see you again, man. Glad to hear you're doing okay. And uh, hope to see you again soon. And, and you know, and go dogs, right? Go hey, dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Yeah, have a good thank, one. Thank you. Yes, sir. You too. UGA Football News would like to thank Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs, for sponsoring our program today. When the time comes to finance or refinance your home, make the smart choice and get your home loan from Southeast Mortgage. Your friends at Southeast Mortgage are ready to help you. Visit southeastmortgage.com slash UGA today for more information. This and previous editions of today's sports report can be found at UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram, on many leading podcast apps, and at todayssportsreport.com. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs. Oh.